This is the Two Dudes Talk Tattoos podcast, a more advanced look at tattooing. This podcast focuses on science, design, and everything else that is tattoo related. This show isn't really for the beginner, but more for the experienced artist with questions that need answering so they can improve their tattoo game. It's also for those who just like to listen to podcasts, so like, you don't really have to listen to us tell you not to listen to us. Well, anyways, if you do decide to listen, thank you. Be sure to tell your friends about us. But be aware, we do have a rule on the show. Don't ask us what brands we use. That's what pushed you into the healthy lifestyle. Yeah, I was already like pretty healthy but i wasn't like actually exercising and shit like that and then so i started to get out and run probably like around june or july or something like that then caught covid right for the second time then i was sick for pretty much a month and then right after that got back into running and shit and literally just from like october to january right i lost like 50 pounds yeah no shit dude wow <laughs> that's awesome i i need to i've right. i think the last time that i came down that was this pre-pandemic i was 75 pounds lighter than i am now <laughs> i put on so much fucking weight i went to, as i think it's told before i talked to my doctor he's like i don't think you should be running and i'm like well i gotta start running to lose weight he's like yeah but you know you're a little fat <laughs> i was like Okay, Doc, what should I do? He's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for the help. Uh, <laughs> it's a, there's a really cool program called Couch to 5K, oh, where yeah. they, they help you just warm up and build up to being able to run. Yeah. It's actually really rad. I suggest everybody looks into it. So, like, I mentioned know. it on my blog, I mentioned it on Facebook, all this shit. Yeah. Uh, um, I did not use the program. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, just... when I got back into running, uh, I sprained my ankles like four fucking times because I was trying to overwork so much. Yeah. But, uh, well, you know, like I was used to running and shit back in the day and it was easy for me to lose weight because I don't eat a lot of sugar or fatty foods or any shit like that. Like I don't eat junk food and shit anyway. Yeah. So like I just melted weight off, but if I would have just like had a realistic, better <laughs> idea of like how to get back into running, yeah, it would have been fantastic. I wouldn't hurt myself so much. <laughs> uh, how how has it helped your tattooing? Has it? You know, not a lot of people think about this, but like the just more generally in shape you are, the longer you're going to be able to actually sit down and do your job. Your back hurts a little less. Your shoulders hurt less. Everything hurts less. Um, I do all my running in the morning before I go to work, so that actually like keeps me more energetic during the day. So all around, it's just easier for the job. It's actually pretty rad. I need to get back into it. I didn't even start thinking about it until I was probably three months into it or something and realized that like, Oh, I don't feel like shit today. (laughs) He was sitting there working on like a shoulder or something for like four hours. Like, Oh, my back doesn't hurt. All right, right. I can just keep working and shit. Yeah. Uh, 
I should have noticed that when I was running, it was probably like the last time I was in good, good shape was about four years, maybe. Yeah. Four years ago before my, my son was born and I would run like an insane amount. I I'd, I'd just go for like a 10 mile run and just be like, whatever. Right. And then he was born and I just fucking packed on pounds, bro. Bah, 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 bah. And every day I could feel myself getting more and more and more sore. So now even if I try to sleep because I'm so fucking fat, I'm just, I hurt when I wake up. So seeing you do like what you're doing, I'm less like, maybe I can do that too. I should, I should try to get up off of my butt, but then you do 140 hour work week. And I'm like, I don't right. think I can run tonight, dude. I just want to get sleep. I want to have a shot of tequila and go to fuck to bed. <laughs> Honestly, like, it was really hard to just figure out when I'd be able to fucking do anything. So I just started forcing myself to get up at five o'clock in the morning. I was like, fuck it. I'll get up at five, go run, cook some breakfast, do all this shit. Uh, and now, you know, I've been doing it for so long that it's just a general routine. I don't have to, yeah. like, set an alarm or do anything. Like, it's just there. Yeah, that would be fucking rad. I think that everyone needs, because it's like the one thing I think when you're in tattooing that you forget about is just to take care of yourself, right? You're so, like, right. you're always behind the ball. You're always, like, you know, a day late with your artwork or, you know, I haven't answered enough emails. And there's always problems, you know? You got to go party. Yeah, that was the, <laughs> the general philosophy behind the blog that I was starting was like aside from the dipshit side of tattooing that you shouldn't have to explain to people there's a real side to tattooing that never gets explained to people you know and yeah. taking care of yourself is a big part of that yeah so yeah self-care how to run a business <laughs> right <laughs> that's the best one yeah, I have to pay taxes. Yes, taxes are a thing that you may have to pay depending on where you live. <laughs> Federal ones, no matter what. Um, <laughs> scheduling, like it's such a complex business, right? Like the, I think that the general populace thinks that when you get into tattooing, all it is is you're tattooing strippers and rock stars with your dick or your vagina, right. I guess, whatever, twenty four seven, and that's it. There's no work; it just happens magically. Boom! Look at this. My asshole exploded this dinosaur in Kevin's leg. You know, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what it, that's like the that's literally the 10% of everything that you're doing is just the actual tattooing right that's what you got to be good right. at the rest of the stuff you got to just like fuck man that 1090 rule you got to write a book like tony robbins the 1090 rule right Brian 1090 <laughs> uh, do the shit man. and think about it <laughs> just think about it make educated decisions that's oh I man, oh, I don't know about you this week, but I have had, well, I had forty-five emails sent in to me from the the website and the YouTube channel, where people are asking about one. I put out a video about how to tattoo dark skin effectively, right? Because I don't think that they, no one really teaches that, and it's kind of like a trial and error thing, I think, for most people. Um, that and then aftercare, right. <sighs> People are like, my tattoo is all fucked up. What do I do? I'm like, I don't know you. <laughs> what am Aftercare I do? is the strangest anomaly uh, in the entire job, in my opinion. Yeah. So like, okay, imagine every single time that you've gotten a paper cut and you don't give a single shit in the world to take care of a paper cut. It still heals up perfectly fine. fine. Perfect. Yeah. Tattooing is 2% of the amount of fucking damage that a paper cut is. <laughs> a, 
A tattoo yeah. is a surface abrasion, aka yeah. a rash. Yeah. So you you literally don't have to do shit if you don't want to. <laughs> just leave it alone. You Your just have to keep it alone. clean. What right? What do you think about the about the like the myth that aftercare products will heal your tattoo because like to me your body's going to do that the aftercare product doesn't do shit otherwise when we go in to get like a surgery or something doctors would be like hey put some lotion on that that'll take care of <laughs> right it's it's so insane right like the only thing that your aftercare does effectively is just add a little bit of moisture to your skin right? It keeps it a little soft. And most people completely overuse moisturizer in the first place. So they're doing nothing but damaging the tattoo. It's not supposed to be wet. It's supposed to be naturally moist. It's supposed to be the same shit as the skin around the tattoo. Yeah. That's just pliability, right? We don't want it to get too dry. So it locks together and it, you know, microfissures and stuff. Yeah. I, um, I try to use that as common sense with people. When I talk to them, I say, okay, so your aftercare based on who you are as a person. This is like one of these critical questions we ask. I'm like, okay, so we're going to take product X, whatever it is, Aquaphor, lotion, Manuka honey, whatever the fuck, coconut oil, I don't give a shit. Okay, we're going to go head to toe, a whole body, front, back, armpits, groin, eyeballs, fucking, well, not eyeballs, eyelids, everything, right? And we're going to do it three times a day. How is your skin going to feel in a month? And if people go, oh my God, my skin would feel great. Perfect. That's what you should do. If they look at you like normal people and go, that would be disgusting. Why would I do that? I said, why would you do that to a wound? You wouldn't do that to a cat scratch, right. would you? <laughs> would you do that to a paper cut? Literally the same thing, right? And um, like, no. And then we'll just like work down from there. You know, like what if you like put fucking Vaseline head to toe once a day for a month? What would your skin feel like? And if they're kind of like, well, I don't know. Okay, we're getting closer, right? We're like, what if you did that once every two days? Oh, that would be fine. There you go. That's how we take care of your tattoo. Common sense. Right. <laughs> you wouldn't you if you're healthy you can't get extra healthy otherwise we'd have extra healthy books out there right like i ran a marathon oh okay that's great well let's make sure you're extra healthy so you can run 45 of them after this no it's not how it goes if your skin is hydrated right. it can't become extra hydrated it's going to be gross just common sense right Ugh. anyways venting. right over moisturizing is just as bad as absolutely not moisturizing and realistically so I always just tell people, if your tattoo feels really tight and dry, just put a little bit of moisturizer on it. Mm. I tell them, like, picture two raindrops, no more than that. Yeah. And it's only if it feels really tight and dry. You know? If it feels fine, don't put anything on it. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Makes it sense. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But that's what, so if I get somebody who has um, a tattoo anywhere on their body, I tell them to moisturize the whole fucking section of their body. So like if you get a tattoo on the form, I'm like fingertip to shoulder. There's a few reasons why. Normally I'll be like the microbiome on the outside of the skin can be influenced based on the products that you are using on it, which is interesting. So every time you change products or do something else, the bugs that live out on the outside of your body, right? They, they end up changing because they're like fighting for dominance. When you add a new chemical, it can make some stronger and some anyways. It's like simplifying an extremely robust process <laughs> of fucking tactical war on the outside of your skin by these microbes. Well, I'll do that for one reason. One, so we influence the microbiome, which is going to decrease the chances of opportunistic infections occurring. And the other one is if they do like from their fingertips to here and they do their armpit too, if they put on too much, they're going to be like, oh, my armpit's all squishy. And so they'll remove the excess on the whole fucking arm, right? So when that's all moisturized, rather than touching their tattoo with the dirty ass hands, I'm like, don't touch it, right? Touch your hand, touch your shoulder, touch both sides, right? In the back, don't touch your tattoo. If it feels like, oh, it's, it's actually dry up here, but my hand doesn't feel dry, cool. 
you know that like you're having descending moisture, right? So you can put some up here and kind of brush it down, make sure it's even through. Which would be the, the given if they're wearing a shirt. <laughs> right? <laughs> There's so much common sense to this stuff. Like it's it's funny, right. you, you scratch someone and all of a sudden they just become like, I don't speak English anymore <laughs> or whatever language it is, right? <laughs> uh, season had a client um this week and she wrote in and she had been washing her tattoo with dial soap three times a day and putting aquaphor on it five times a day that's way too much <laughs> like someone who has no no training in dermatology at all should be able to intuit right if you like could you imagine taking a shower three times a day and washing yourself head to toe with dial soap well, not only that, but like it's already scientifically proven that as human beings, we shouldn't even shower every day. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually for terrible for our skin. The general principle that you're uh, like washing your tattoo every second that you get or something like you just. It's crazy. Like I, I spent I spent years uh, interviewing to like doctors, dermatologists, like talking to people about, you know, skincare and like the vast majority of doctors, especially GPs or PAs, they have no idea how to care for a tattoo. They're just like, I don't know, just put some, you know, uh, I don't know, polysporin or fucking neosporin or whatever and a bandage on it and let it go. Okay, well. I mean, realistically, if you were actively trying to heal your tattoo as fast as possible, go buy some fucking vitamin E oil. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's all you need. Put it on for the first day, <laughs> maybe two, and then just fucking done right yeah that's it i don't other yeah. than that you, you don't need shit realistically the only reason we no. tell people aftercare instructions is because we're trying to idiot proof the system mm -hmm. the system is the human body yeah right you're gonna run it into shit you're gonna set it on something hot you're gonna do a bunch of stupid shit without thinking about it and that's why we give aftercare instructions it yeah. makes you more attentive to the tattoo yeah, it creates an environment where your body can heal more effectively. That's it. You're paying attention to it, so you're not being a dipshit, and you're not doing something that's going to make it not heal well. It's like when we started tattooing, do you remember the old bikers? I mean, you probably still tattoo them every once in a while, but fucking Gary on the hog, you know, he's got the fucking tattoos everywhere. He's crazy, you know, never, he only drinks Diet Coke, you know, is out in the sun 18 hours, you know, just the fucking football pig skin skin. You do a tattoo right. on him, and two months later, he comes, and he's like, ah, it's still healing, it's fine. <laughs> like gary buddy right. you gotta put some lotion on that man that's just never gonna heal puts on lotion once heals in two days oh wow i guess i gotta put lotion all over my body from now on i don't want to hear about it gary i'm good thank you <laughs> say that very specific name of a very specific person <laughs> i had one client uh probably fucking eight or nine years ago something i don't even know it was forever ago but uh, i did this tattoo on her foot and she came back in two weeks after the fact, and the tattoo was sinking down into her foot like a quarter, maybe a, like it looked like it was a half an inch, like it just sank it in. It, and I was like, um, "What are you doing to your tattoo?" And she goes, <laughs> like, "Well, you messed it up." And I was like, "I didn't do shit." <laughs> and I was like, "What are you using on your tattoo?" And she goes, well, you told me to put lotion on it. And I was like, well, what's the lotion? Do you have it with you? And she goes, yeah. And she pulled it out of her purse, hands it to me. And I start reading it. And the first 15 ingredients are all different types of acids. And then I reread <laughs> over the fucking shit. She was using a chemical face peeling cream as a lotion oh, on her tattoo. Oh, my 
God. I fucking, I gotta quit. I, that's the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. Dude, what? I know we're recording a podcast right now, but are you fucking serious? That is insane. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the oh most ridiculous God. shit on the face of the fucking planet. I was like, you could have been rubbing mm. like horse manure into your tattoo and got a better <laughs> outcome. Like, wouldn't you? Like, it had to have stung, right? Like, it had to have had a little yeah, bit of it a, had to hurt, a dude, like, fucking feeling to it. It makes no oh. sense, but yeah, she was all about it. She's like, "Yeah, I've been using it every day, like five times a day." <laughs> okay, <laughs> around the tattoo, her skin was fantastic, right? Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> she could have been a foot model. It's like, wow, these looks like baby feet. What's wrong with the fucking <laughs> tattoo, though? Oh, that's insane. Ugh, that beats anything that I think I've ever. I had the dude who who took an entire tub of Andy and went on his arm and then wrapped it in plastic right right and he came in it was like this like pendulous fucking like ball of this stuff he's like this itches is that normal and I'm like oh my god we had to pop right, it's plastic. all dead now buddy oh and you like wiping it off like you're just sloughing off skin you know you can just see it peeling it's just right oh uh, was that too it much it turns into that like white nasty yeah, liquid shit it looks like jism like it's gross right <laughs> Looks like whale sperm. I don't know why that came to my head. I'm sorry. I haven't slept a lot this week. Um, that's just that dramatic pause for effect. That's so fucking gross. I don't under like <laughs> when did this in your experience, like when did this start to occur? Like the, the aftercare conundrum where there's a lot of to me, like there's a lot of misinformation out there. Like it's such a complex thing. Like we we can't really have a one size fits all for each person personally, right? Um, but yeah, I think the weirdest bit for as far as aftercare goes is when whatever fucking genius it was thought that they should put tagaderm on top of a tattoo. Oh, here we go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of in my life. To this yep. day, I do not use it. Like my mom would tell everybody that uses it that they're a fucking idiot. My mom's worked at a hospital for 25 fucking years. You're right. Like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any goddamn sense at all. Jesus it's Christ. such an unnecessary it thing. It's not, it wasn't made for it. Right. Like, right. I, it was made did, for burn victims, severe injury. You could get that or to hold a fucking catheter in place. Right. You can see like a, a, a fucking IV or something. So you can make sure that there's no blockage. Right. That's, that's, severe and the the type of tegaderm i think actually for the burn victims has a desiccant in it to like absorb excess moisture so that it can like keep the site dry right. which is like i guess like if you were to use that on the that that specific one on tattooing it with like it just it's overkill and then the other one is just bad for it right it's like i did i tell you i was talking to 3m about that stuff with the uh no. oh so i've got the chief product developer of 3m on a, a thread right now because we were doing some investigation into the use of these things with tattooing and then like you and i have talked before and we're like it's just fucking stupid like why would you use this stuff well after we talked like a couple weeks ago i was like fuck it i'm gonna talk to 3m so i sent an email and i made a call and i got passed like 10 times i ended up with a fucking dude who like it's their scientist this is the boss and he was like what do you want to know <laughs> i said should we be using these in tattoos and you know what he said no <laughs> right 
and I listed off all the like things we did. Like it shouldn't be a productive wound, right? Like tattoos seep. You shouldn't have seeping on there. He's like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. Uh, like the edges and stuff have to be able to stick out past a certain point and do this and this. And, like it's everything. He was just like, yeah, you shouldn't use this for tattoos. And if you do, it has to be under the guidance of no shit, a surgeon, not even a GP a surgeon because their insurance is higher. So if they make a mistake, their malpractice will make right. up for it. I don't, they're just like, don't use this, but it's a fucking $1 billion a year product for tattooing a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, no, of course it is because all we have to do is say, this will work great and you won't have to do anything. Yeah. And people buy into it. Like, oh, fantastic. But what we don't tell people is that like, Oh, by the way, 82% of the population is allergic to the fucking adhesive that's on yeah. this. Good luck. Yeah, yeah acrylate <laughs> versus acrylic versus water-based acrylic, all the other stuff, even based on your race, gender, things like this can actually affect how that stuff attaches to your skin. And it's right. like, if it's not, if it's such a nuanced product and it's considered a medical device, it actually has regulation in the United States, which, I mean, that's crazy, right? Because that never fucking happens. Um, but if there's if there's no one size fits all for people, like why are we having people who are artists and not medical doctors apply this shit to fucking wounds? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the aftercare show, people. This is two dads talk tattoos <laughs> podcast where we talk about tattoo aftercare. How you guys are all fucking wrong. We're gonna be shots fired today, dude. We're gonna get some angry emails. <laughs> podcast is growing exponentially just because people are like, go fuck yourselves, boys. <laughs> I'm not telling anybody what to do. I'm just telling you some shit you don't really need to do. Yeah. You're just being fucking stupid if you're doing it right. It's wasteful. It's, it's stupid. It doesn't need, it's just like bringing a fucking a tomahawk missile to a knife fight. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I feel every single tattoo on my body without any type of lotion or no. special soaps or bandages or nothing that was made from the do kissed fucking shores of whatever foreign island that was handpicked by migrant right. workers or something yeah i know so like why do you think that is with you though because there has to be there has to be like a sliding scope of intervention right like a scale right on one side it's like i just did a fucking handbook dot that like just fuck off you know like it's not going to do anything the other one is like this dude i used to tattoo who would come in for three days back to back and sit for 13 hours each day Right. I'm like, dude, we need to do something to take care of this leg. He's like, I'm fine. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> you still would do minimal invade, um, uh, interventions with him. But where do you think that line crosses when before you have to go from like nothing to maybe we need to do something? Is it just technique or is it like climate? Is it like something else age? Like, what do you think? I think a lot of what's going to go into it is your tattoo artist. If they're chewing up your fucking skin, they're going to try to come up with every excuse in the book as to why you should do this exact thing for them, right? Mm. But at the same time, I've done fucking 13-hour tattoos on people and literally know for a fact that they dry healed that tattoo and yeah. it came out perfectly fine. You know, Me too. so... Yeah. Tattooing the Terminator, I think right? The, I think the, the turning point as far as like let's say going from coil to rotary for instance yeah you know i think rotary has slightly not like grotesque or anything but slightly worse healing tattoos yeah and i think because of that tattoo artists especially if they don't have the right technique when they're tattooing yeah. are trying to advocate more and more and more to these stupid silly bandage type deals where 
you can slap it down on top of the tattoo and it's just going to hold everything there and <laughs> they hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've actually heard that, dude. I've heard people say that. We'll put this on there and it'll hold the ink in place. And like, that's not right. how this works. <laughs> that's wrong. Um, that's funny. Yeah, I, I totally with you on this. You just made my brain like literally have a big poop of thought and it was like very comforting. Like people are doing these things because... Like, yeah, that one, they don't know what they're doing. The technique has to be the, the reason why. Like if you're if you're sitting for I've seen some world and no names, right? And I know that you can probably think of at least 50 people here, world class, extremely famous, Instagram fucking superstar tattooers. <clears throat> I've seen them do a long sitting on a tattoo, pop one of those things on top of it and just call it day. And it the tattoos, regardless of how it was healed, more often than not, I'll see something like this. They're scarred. The fucking color falls out. They're washed out. They're just, it's not a good tattoo. Like they're made for a picture, right? right? Not like long-term. And it's like this band-aid is just going to kind of magically like create this, I don't know, perfect ending. Um, I don't know. I, I always figured that people put it on this. And the only reason why they're getting better results is because people stop touching their fucking tattoos. You know, and I was a, uh... I was sitting with the the new girl that I just hired and all that shit, right? And we were getting into tattooing and all this stuff. Um, and she was tattooing herself, right? Yeah. So she accidentally blew out a line on her tattoo. It yeah. didn't blow out at first, you know? It wasn't a bad blowout. But uh, the moment she did it, I was like, that's a rough line. Fuck. You know, it wasn't blown out yet, but I knew it was a rough line. You knew it, yeah. Yeah. And I think that a big part of the problem is that these people going through rushed bullshit apprenticeships aren't getting taught how to read what they're doing. Like, you can instantly look and tell if the skin's damaged. Mm -hmm. You should be able to feel if the skin is damaged. You know, there's there's so much going on that's so easy to see once you know. And I think that like that's being skipped over yeah so no, i'm fucking i'm at 100 with you you made this extremely vivid image pop into my head where i remember this dude who's pretty you know locally regionally famous and he was using i think like an 11 mag a flat um not a rounded one just like a straight 11 mag and he was chopping this color into this tattoo and he was i mean his technique was just horrible and you could see the skin just literally being like like flayed off piece by piece. I don't know if you've ever seen that before, but you just see it like the epidermis is gone, right? It's like, man, that color is so bright, bro. People are saying, I'm like, dude, this dude literally removed the top layer of skin off this person, like just shaved it off, right? He had to keep cleaning out his needles because there was so much skin inside of them. You could literally just like, they were bugging out, right? So I think I got paper towel in there. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's skin. (laughs) That's bad. Comes back, it didn't heal out. Well, he's like, what, like, what did you do? You didn't take care of the tattoo back of my mind right i can throw my buddy under the bus dude you did a really bad tattoo like that's some fundamental that's that's year one shit right like you should have known right if you've been tattooing for seven years right. like you you should fucking know this by now you know oh if you can see that that light edge around what you just did and for some reason your shit looks shinier <laughs> you just pour some skin out of somebody homie. you just you didn't do good job yeah it's like just having patience with stuff, right? Like you don't, I, I, I line crazy fast. I have a liner that I've been using that, you know, I have a coil liner. 
it's like 120 cycles per second loaded. The thing is just a fucking, it's a hummingbird, right? I'll go right. in and just cruise over stuff and I don't get blowouts. People are like, well, I'm not lining with a type three. How the fuck do you do that? I'm just like, I know how to tattoo. <laughs> if I use a nine, I'm going a little bit different. I got a different angle, different speed, different machine. I'm using, you know, like, and it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's seriously, is just like basics stuff. Like, I don't know because I don't have the same experience as you do with like running shops and stuff is like, how do you impart that on somebody who maybe already has like 10 years in the business? How do you teach that? Like, how do you teach to be like a, like awareness of the skin or being able to read it? I mean, if somebody already has like 10 years in a tattooing, it's going to be so much fucking harder to convince them of anything, you know, like, so that's almost an uphill battle, you know, like it's going to take you a while. If they're like fresh into tattooing, it's so much easier, you know, because they might just be like, oh, well, nobody ever told me. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's so much easier that way. I see you leaning over someone's shoulder. That's wrong. Oh, cool. All right. How, how do I fix it? Just turn your hand like that a little bit. Move a little bit faster. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, thanks. It's the shallow, the shallow fucking angle, fucking sitting sideways, arms up. I'm running my line like this so I can see what oh I'm doing. Oh my god, I screen recorded some shit that I'm yeah. going to send to you. It's just going to make you laugh so bad. <laughs> oh god. Brian and I have been talking all week long just kind of making fun. And it's been fun. And there's been some things that have been pointed out to us in the industry. Just, just you know, shooting the shit back and forth where we're just like, what the fuck? Um First one is posture when you're tattooing, which I mean, probably goes along with what we had started with earlier, how you were talking about being healthy. But I came up with a new way of trying to make people understand what it's like to sit through a tattoo. And so just to anyone who's out there listening, this will be like ASMR stuff. Find a chair, lift your arms and don't move for 14 fucking hours. Welcome to tattooing. <laughs> right. Just put your arms out straight. Just put your arms like, out straight. Your arms out straight. Straight up. And sit there. We should just like try to record the entire show like this. Like I know you and me could. Like I'm, I'm could. fine right now, dude. I'd be like whatever. I could do this all fucking day. My fucking I would be like five foot eight <laughs> by the end of the day. <laughs> just fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> that old man Gary neck where it's just like boop. It looks like a right. fucking water slide. I you know, <laughs> Quasimodo in the shop. Uh, uh, body positioning. That's a good topic. Let's jump into that. How body how important is body positioning to your day-to-day -day? like if you're going to be doing your tattooing like if you're going are we to talking about my body position or my client's body position it's just do fucking both they seem to be kind of intertwined with this stuff like how aware of each are you while you're working extremely <laughs> <laughs> there's no two trains of thought here it's yeah. it's the most it's like the second most important part of tattooing because if you can't position your client, there's no way you can get a good stretch on the skin yeah. and you're just going to tattoo like an idiot. <laughs> so um, it would be hard to explain body positioning without like having a dummy a that visual. I can just move around or something. Yeah. Right. But mm. uh, the key is to get their body to stretch the skin for you before you stretch the skin. 90% of the work. Once you can figure that out, it's like unlocking a secret mystery to tattoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I figured out how to set someone for a, like a rib panel. It was like, oh, just fucking light shining <laughs> off. It was like the fucking Ark of the Covenant. We're sitting down going, right. 
elbow elbow wrist wrists you know stretch a bit and like like pull that fucking line i was like whoa shit i mean past the fucking line was you know the size of an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper this is amazing wow then they snapped it shut tight three sizes i was like oh felt like a god uh and that slowly wore off because everything in tattooing is fleeting (laughs) yeah everybody seems to have a really hard issue with certain spots you know ribs being one of them uh necks and throats yeah. Are one of the easiest things to tattoo, but everybody has a hard time with it because yeah. they don't get the body position right. Um, yeah. Faces, super easy to tattoo. I actually really love tattooing faces. Yeah. Um, but just getting yourself in a spot to where you can work on that face, yeah. one is really easy if you know how, but two, like not being able to makes that whole tattoo it's 30 times impossible. more complicated. Yeah, totally, dude. Right. Totally. So your client's body position is obviously like, the end all be all once you figure out how to do it every tattoo is fucking easy it doesn't even matter yeah so with your own person how often do you have to find yourself like or how often do you find yourself maybe like starting to get into a really shitty position You're like wait straighten myself back up stand right like is it something that you do or is it but just, the good you know, part is nowadays so like i was hit with a car a couple of years ago so the moment my back's in a bad position i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking ditto i'm glad to see that we've both been hit by vehicles before <laughs> this makes our friendship right. all the more poignant <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah ditto you, what do you do with um like the, the people at your shop who are working or something you see them all fucking planked out or leaning over sideways or stretching all fucking weird do you give them a heads up like hey what are you doing you look silly if they complain about like back pain or something like that then i'll explain some shit (laughs) otherwise (laughs) i'll probably just sit and laugh about it chuckle inside your head you fucking look at you you fucking loser <laughs> but you're gonna be sorted right, up. right. yeah oh that's great. everybody's gonna have a few good years of you know like just doing weird shit mm-hmm. but i mean it's shit that i talk about all the time too so like yeah. i'll be the weirdo in the shop doing like toe touches and stretching as if i'm gonna go run a marathon and <laughs> yeah i'm always like every five minutes to know. yeah dude do my wrist stretches right like i'm always making sure mm-hmm. that like my forearms are good i'll do fucking like arm waves and stuff toe touches back at i look like i'm doing fucking yoga when i'm getting up to go and like right. just move around everyone's like what are you doing i'm like i'm making sure i don't die you know <laughs> right i, I want to do this another 10 years maybe i don't know um I see like, especially when I went to conventions, you know, before the pandemic and stuff, you go see them and you just know the dude who's been tattooed four years, you know, <laughs> he's fucking planked out sideways, like tattooing a neck, right? And he's got the fucking person's like head up on a pillow pushed into their shoulder. And he's trying to like stretch the neck through the shoulder while they're talking, like looking eye to eye. It's like, right. what are you doing, dude? Fucking own that shit. But kick the head off the side of it. Like you're going to break it. Have fun. <laughs> Or somebody sitting in a chair tattooing the front of a throat. They just got their head back, right? They're sitting there and the person's leaning over them, like their elbows on their nipples, like trying to tattoo a throat. Uh, I have seen some people, I walk up and I'm like, that looks really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. We'll see how long (laughs) that this lasts. Anyways. Positioning. It's always my favorite response. I was like, no, I'm good. You know, and they look at you like you're a fucking moron. It's like, <laughs> okay. 
Well, enjoy it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I just don't, I don't get it. Like, it, the, I think that that's probably the downfall of the industry. Like, there's always, like, we're artists, like, big air quotes around this, right? Like, yeah, of course, we're artists on paper and stuff. Like, when you're doing a tattoo, you're a fucking technician, right? I wouldn't want a surgeon being an artist, nor would I want my hairdresser being an artist, if I had one, or my plumber being an artist. I want them to go in, do a good job, get the fuck out at the price that we discussed. That was it, right? Like... Right. nothing more basic essentials if i like them as a person even better if not i don't care that stuff you imagine your surgeon trying to sit the way that tattoo artists sit while they fucking work that'd be terrifying <laughs> come in with the fucking ball cap sideways sup <laughs> all crooked <laughs> spined how's it going right i'm just gonna <laughs> do your heart surgery <laughs> oh i've got some questions about this no 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 i got it don't worry I got you. I got everything's gonna be fine.